0: Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night.
1: Welcome back. I'm Claire, and I'm joined by Bonnie... Leah and Katie talking about our one cool activist gal. Leah just talked about the amazing Wilma Mankiller. And Bonnie shared about the driving force behind Saudi Arabian women activists. You're so good, Claire. So good. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you keep inviting me back. Right? Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> but before we dive back in, let's get to know something random about our gal pals. And my question for you is, have you gone to a protest before? And if not, what do you think your protest sign would look like?
0: I love this question. And then there was a thought of putting, I have spelled everything wrong,
1: but <laughs> I have
0: made a sign. Oh no, 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 no Sick. Okay. Wait, this way. Hold on. I got this. Here's my protest sign. <laughs> okay. All right. So I have not been to a protest, but this is my favorite protest sign what do we want Mm. time travel when do we want it it's irrelevant
1: (laughs) oh my gosh that reminds me of that episode of futurama when they're what do we want fries dog when do we want it fries dog (laughs) (laughs) right also there was a a puppy reference for you bonnie (gasps) (gasps)
2: puppies puppy references puppies Puppies and sci-fi i mean come on
0: i know Uh, yeah, I, I am terrified of a whole bunch of people. I tend to not even go to like music concerts. Mm -hmm. So it's not a positivity or negative thing. It's people, people are weird. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, uh, I like to protest from home. (laughs) I like to tune in the things that matter. And I have been known, um, for our, uh, local black lives matter, um, Um, It wasn't so much a protest as it was a gathering of support. Um, I dropped off five cases of water.
1: That's amazing. So
0: that was my way of saying, please do this. You know, um, I support you, but I'm going to go home (laughs) and I'm going to watch this on somebody's live feed FaceTime and be like, "Mm -hmm, you tell it, sister. (laughs) So, yes, but time travel would be great.
2: Mm hmm. I didn't make a post it, but I'm kind of in the same boat with you, Leah. I haven't been to a protest. I've, uh, I definitely like follow, watch, get excited by, um, but I've never like, it's kind of like stepping on the high dive for me. I've never taken a jump into it. I'm like a rebel on the inside, I keep all like the anger and the like.
0: <laughs> Your angst. <laughs> gotta mayor. keep it inside where you preserve it. Inside. Keeps you on the edge where you gotta I mean, be.
2: I know not all protests are like that, but. I definitely would hope. I don't even have an idea right now. That's clever. But if I made a protest sign, I really hope it ended up on Reddit. Ooh,
1: use some glitter or something, right? (laughs) No, that's really great to hear that. Even though, because I know a lot of people live in very rural areas and Mm -hmm. being able to be outside and publicly active isn't a possibility or even just many other logistics, but knowing that there are people that are watching the live stream and supporting Mm -hmm. from home that really does make a big difference. And that's very nice to hear. Mm-hmm.
0: I was so proud of myself that I watched whatever it was every five hours, all five hours of the women's history. I was I was like writing notes.
1: I was journaling. I'm like feeling it. <laughs> that's amazing but I, but to have I wasn't that there. <laughs> greater connection though, when you can't physically be there. Yeah. That's awesome. What about, about you, Bonnie? Bon, I've been to the
2: Women's March, <laughs> but not, the, not the big one in D.C., one of the sister <laughs> marches that was in uh, Indianapolis. Sweet. Uh, downtown um, near the cap- Capitol building. State yeah, building it was still was a in? big
0: crowd. Yeah, yeah I watched a, that one, too. It was
2: big crowd, and um, I have still a really great speech from it that I've saved from a rabbi... Um, oh now I'm like at our first name but Sasso and she's talking about like a um, spoon and like a whole bunch of it was like you know we we will not go back mm-hmm. you're talking about like not everyone can do a whole lot but we all have like a spoon we all have a teaspoon mm-hmm. we can all do t- a little bit together and mm-hmm. make a big difference and for women's march stuff I loved the freaking signs all the signs were amazing (laughs) and i made a little art piece a few years ago yes you did yes Uh, this is a little print of art i love Um, it of the collections of the signs Uh, so i like went through and i picked like some of my favorite signs and i made sure not to do any of that like in particular, gave a certain somebody any more attention. <laughs> so none of them were those, even though I chuckled at those. But like one of my favorite ones was the I'm with her.
0: There you go. I love the women belong in the rebellion.
2: Yes, I have. And then it has uh, the the is yes is the resistance.
0: I'm like the Star Wars one. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> women's right in sci-fi. It's a it's yes. great. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Absolutely. But uh, like one of my other favorite ones was, and I'm not good with Spanish, but I'm pretty. It's "Respect my existence or expect resistance." But it's in Spanish.
0: Oh, I love that! Nice. That's... So, in other words, Bonnie made a artwork made about a sign of protest signs. signs, sign of signs.
1: Bonnie, it's I would like give an you exception. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I'll give you all the extra credit. That's amazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like anytime there's anything like you know, there's ones that are like. I've been doing this since the 60s. Like there's so many good sides. If you
0: know grandma's here, if grandma's pissed, then it's really a big deal or something like that. I've it seen that one. one
2: of even like a little girl, like they brought her to the protest and she just, you know, did a little kid's scribble drawing and they put it on a stick for her. like everything. is so good.
0: It's like one of those basically.
2: <laughs> oh, Yeah, it was just go. like she those just scribbles. drew all the time. so good.
1: Perfect. Oh, That's wonderful. And <laughs> I like hearing all these different perspectives and I don't mean to brag, but do one it. of my, do my it. proudest moments was I once helped organize a counter protest against the Westboro Baptist church.
0: Yeah, you nice. did. You're my hero.
1: <laughs> they came to <laughs> Sioux city. Oh, it was almost 10 years ago. And they were mad because I think they found out there was a gay person in Iowa. I don't know. I do oh, Just one, <laughs> just one. And that so, they know of <laughs> for people who are listening that might not be familiar with this, you know, hate group, they love to discriminate against people and like terrorize people at funerals mm-hmm. and aggravate grieving families. And so we wanted to make sure that anyone that was targeted by this group would see a public outpouring of support. And so we had hundreds of people. And the signs there were great because the Westboro Baptist church signs are all very hateful and use a lot of vocabulary. Mm -hmm. I will never use because it's so (laughs) awful. And we had, everyone was making funny references. There was like all glory to the hypno toad was one that stood out. People made giant banners on sheets, a motorcycle group rode back and forth with flags. It was amazing. And mine was, I was really into the flying spaghetti monster. (gasps) The flying spaghetti monster. Yes, yes, yes. Noodles be upon him. And I dressed as a pirate because, you know, the reason global warming and global climate change is happening is because there's a decrease in the pirate population. You know what, now Mm. that you say it, of course. And so I Mm. had a giant sign that said like the flying spaghetti monster loves all. And I was sharing my positive message i love that (laughs) but i'm gonna do a very smooth transition from protest signs into my one cool activist thing (gasps) who do you have for us we're gonna talk about the gorilla girls woo I
0: love them! Oh my gosh, amazing balls! Yes, please. <laughs>
1: yes. So you said there are a few books of the Gorilla Girls in the library. Which ones Damn. do you have?
0: Oh, I should look at. I should look them up. I know we have Confessions of the Gorilla Girls, which I believe is the yellow one. We also have the pink one, which I'm sure tra- We have the yellow one. We have the pink one, and then uh, what is the other one? I'm trying. I should even remember it, my color. The-
2: the bedside
0: oh the-, the bedside stories of the gorilla of the gorilla girls yes absolutely the gor- and these are also oh won't let me minimize my screen oh. when i'm in a call so i can't search it so i'll put it in oh. the show actually wait bonnie can you look up and see what our I'm other trying one trying
2: to but i'm trying to i'm having difficulty spelling gorilla <laughs> uh, gorilla know,
0: with a u i know it's, <laughs> I
1: know
2: it's the monkey the, the- for
1: them <laughs> well while you're doing that I'll, I'll provide a good smoke screen and yes, i was going to say the two books that I've read are the gorilla girls bedside companion to the art, the history of Western art Yes, and then also bitches, bimbos, and ball breakers. That's the
0: one that's the one we have. Yes. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Okay, good. So the books that you have, we have as well. And you recommend, yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. These are some fun books. And so I highly recommend that if you're listening, go check those out. They are art history, but they are also cover some very deep and serious topics but one of the things I enjoy about the gorilla girls is how they weave in a sense of humor to make these serious mm-hmm. topics more digestible and approachable yeah. and that's something that I'll do within my personal art practice is I'm very serious about what I do and like the crux of my artist statement is yes I was assigned female at birth but hey i'm a human being isn't that a novel idea
0: (laughs) it's starting to be isn't it (laughs) and
1: and so i do live in an area where feminism is a f word and i've had people yeah so it's you're fighting the good fight (laughs) <laughs> yeah so if I put humor into it it does make it more approachable funny That's what totally were you trying to say what's your history with the gorilla girls oh I
2: I love them I heard about them in art history class and if I can find it I met them once and I was so excited they gave a talk at like butler or something and I was so excited. I was like, felt like bouncing in my seat the whole time. <laughs> and we got to afterwards. They stay behind and talk to people. Oh and I got my, my photo taken with them. And like when I got to them, I was like, oh, I make millions of women throughout history. Like I don't know what I was expecting them to. Be. I don't know if they were gonna be like, that's fabulous. But they
1: were just like, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> no, like, you should, oh, good good for you <laughs> you should fangirl out over the gorilla girls yes I'm really i have a friend of mine was in a gorilla girls exhibition a few years ago they did a takeover nice. of the twin cities oh and nice. my friend i'm gonna give her a plug her name yes, is reyna hernandez and she is an amazing artist and she was one of the featured artists of this exhibition. So nice. Yeah. So, and I have Bonnie and then Raina Hernandez and it's like anyone who's part of this, it's very exciting to be part of this network.
0: Yeah, I know that the Gorilla Girls are actually uh, doing an appearance at the Glasgow Women's Library in Scotland. Uh, they've been promoting them as, uh, as coming to see the library and that uh, the Glasgow Women's Library is our uh, role model. It's who we want to be when we grow up as libraries. Oh.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Oh, there's her, bit. oh my gosh. Oh, Bonnie, I'm so jealous.
0: That is amazing. I love that you should have that be, like framed
1: oh uh, my goodness I want to be you when you grow up when I grow up but I think I'm older <laughs> than you <laughs> Aging, nothing but a number <laughs> <laughs> give me that time travel now yes. yes when do we need it it's irrelevant yes
2: so <laughs> I mean when you get the gorilla girl like mask on like no one's gonna know yeah ah
1: well I like it let's time travel back Yes, please. To the origins of the Gorilla Girls. Love it. So they are an anonymous organization of women. And it started in 1985 in New York. And the reason they had to be anonymous is the art world's a little bit sexist. No. No. Not from (laughs) thousands of years of patriarchy and hundreds of years of not letting women in any formal art education system. And so- even in 1985, 1985, the, <laughs> of the common era, not BCE. Right, yeah. fair, fair. So the the sexism was so decadent, ripe, abundant. I don't yes. know. Pick pick an artsy Fregrant. word. Fragrant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if these women who were working artists critiqued the art world in which they worked in, they could get blacklisted as being difficult or oh no, hysterical or what are some other words you've been used that have been used to describe on the you... rag mm.
0: <laughs> opinionated
1: Ooh, bossy
0: oh yes that's right leadership skills <laughs> Ooh.
1: and so they had to remain anonymous if they wanted to continue to have opportunities despite how few and infrequent they were <laughs> and
0: so they could have those three opportunities yeah. that were available to them. Mm-hmm.
1: And so cool. they joined forces and started the gorilla girls and that spelled like guerrilla, like the fighters. Yes. But one of the women was taking notes and spelled the wrong type of gorilla and they went with it. So that's their icon and why they're using the masks. And so when they appear in public, even to this day, they're wearing gorilla masks, which is funny on multiple levels. Oh yeah. 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 And I guess I just want to put a call out there. If anyone has like an old gorilla suit laying around that you don't need anymore, send it my way. I want Claire. one. Yes. Get, and get every it to year yeah. after Halloween, when everything's 50% off, I try to get one because I'm an artist. I can't afford a full price gorilla suit. Fair. <laughs> but.
0: So yes, please <laughs> listenership in listener land. <laughs> Sense. Hashtag hashtag a girl girl. Claire,
1: yeah. #hashtag I'm <laughs> clear.
0: Hey, you know what? As your hashtags go, that one's shorter. <laughs> yes. I, I do like very long
1: and specific. I like hashtags. them too. Though. <laughs> I'm just learning how to internet. I'm an elder millennial. It's fine. <laughs> it's hard. But, Kudos. <laughs> yes. But the gorilla girls, there are actually three groups of them. Now there's been oh. a schism or a split or just a divergence of interest. Okay. So you have. Guerrilla Girls Incorporated, which produces the books, which is what I think okay. we're more familiar with. Okay. There's also Guerrilla Girls Broadband that does more online oh. activities and activism. And then there's the Guerrilla Girls on Tour, which is more of a performance aspect. Mm. So I just wanted to quick mention all of those, but hey, my focus yeah. will just be on like the early stages of Guerrilla Girls and then the Guerrilla Girls Inc., which produces the books. Yes. Fabs. And I wanted to start off by sharing one of the most pivotal, important works of art they created. And so this is in the era of postmodernism. So, just because I'm very pedantic about art history <laughs> now that I teach it, you teach it and you did a podcast on it. It's all good. Yes, yeah. please. So Preach. we, so we <laughs> have modern art, and this will come up in a section second too, where modern art is art from the Western world that was made around the 1870s through the 1970s. Got it. And then 1980s, you have postmodernism, and technically that ended about 20 years ago. And so some people are like, we're in post, 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 post postmodern. I say contemporary with a lowercase C to try and be less confusing. Fair. But anyway, (laughs) in the era of postmodernism, where you're critiquing the artists that came before you, the Guerrilla Girls created a poster and it's a screen print. So they silk screened tons of these and wheat pasted them all over New York. And this poster is called, Do Women Have to Be Naked to Get into the Met Museum? I love that one. (laughs) and when was the first time you saw that one leah when bonnie showed it to me
0: actually (gasps) so i learned about yes exactly that one because bonnie did a uh at a gal's guide meeting we talked about artists and bonnie presented and she talked a lot about um naked women in the met
1: (laughs) yes and to describe it for people who haven't logged into youtube yet to watch this awesome video It's a horizontal poster and it's on yellow paper uh, along the top edge in a bold black, big sans serif font. It literally says, do women have to be naked to get into the Met Museum? And in the lower left-hand corner, there's a depiction of Aang's Grande Odalesque. And that is a very nude woman who Mm -hmm. I believe set the precedent for comic book covers because you could see her oh. entire butt. Oh, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's turned around so you can still right. see one of her breasts. Right. And the Met doesn't own this museum. It's actually in the Louvre, but the Met has a grayscale painting of it. Okay. That was used to create prints. So that way that painting could be in everyone's home and it's ubiquitous. Nude women. Yay. Yay. Yeah.
2: With extra uh, piece, extra vertebrae, too. Yeah.
1: So that way you can see both her chest and her butt at the same time. Of course.
0: Time. You know, Marvel rules. I totally know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. The Hawkeye Initiative is one of my mm-hmm. favorite things. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they have replaced the Odalesque's face with a gorilla mask. Yes. Now, the rest of the poster includes uh, the text that less than 5% of the artists in the modern art sections are women but 85% of the nudes are female. So they did what they call a weenie count and they really went around and they are just counting weenies and they're like male, 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 female. <laughs> and this isn't the Renaissance section. It's not the Greco-Roman section. It's the modern art section when technically women could be in public.
0: Right. <laughs> Right.
1: <laughs> but only 5% of the art was made by women artists. And they did the weedy count again later. And in 2012 was the most recent update I could find. Mm-hmm. But less than 4% of the artists in the modern art section were women.
0: Really?
1: Yay! It went down? It went down. That's sad. I see everyone's pouty faces like how four I- <laughs> percent.
0: Mm-hmm. No. And- oh, but did the uh did the breast assist go up though? More naked well, women?
1: Actually, you know, they were very progressive. Now there were only 76% of the nudes were mm. women's bodies. Oh.
0: Cool. Weenies did the weenies go up. Sorry, I just really <laughs> needed to say that. <laughs> I mean, percentage wise.
1: So there was an increase in the mm. amount of male mm. nudes.
0: Interesting. <laughs> uh, kudos. And
1: I guess if we want to feel like why is this still relevant, I mean, I gave you an update from 2012. The first yeah. poster was made in 1989, that original weaning count. And I found a study. It was called diversity of artists in major us museums. It was led by Chad Topaz of Williams college and his team discovered that in 2019 mm-hmm. and also things have not changed a lot because things have been closed down in the last year and a half because totally fair. Yeah. But in 2019, only 12.6% of artists in major American museums and institutions were women. Wow. Yeah. And wow. the argument that, well, maybe there aren't very many women artists. No. Well, according to the American <laughs> Academy of Arts and Sciences in 2019, 70% of people who graduated with a BFA so a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree were women.
2: Mm-hmm. There they are. Well, we just we graduate and then we start popping out babies. <laughs> we right. No time to pay. No, we're
1: no time to not pay.
2: Diapers. <laughs> <laughs> My goodnesses.
1: And I will share you some really fun statistics on the amount of money you make in just a little bit, because yes. I want to share another important screen print that the Guerrilla Girls created in 1989. And it's called when racism and sexism are no longer fashionable, how much will your art collection be worth? <laughs> so <laughs> yes, have you seen this I haven't before? Seen,
0: I haven't seen this one before. I love it already.
1: So the Guerrilla Girls are founded on promoting people who have been traditionally excluded from the art world, mm-hmm. and that obviously means women. But they also advocate for people of color too, which is important. Nice. This screen print is about like 17 inches by 22, so they're small, and they could wheat paste them and pop them up really quick and have them out in the public. And On this poster, it's black text on a whitish paper again. And the heading question is when racism and sexism are no longer fashionable, how much will your art collection be worth? (laughs) And underneath it, they included the text that reads the art market won't bestow mega buck prices on the work of a few white males forever for the 17.7 million you just spent on a single Jasper Johns painting, you could have bought at least one work of by all these women and artists of color. And they list 67 artists.
0: Oh my gosh, that's, I love that. I was slight sidebar. I was on a filmmakers panel. It was filmmakers versus film critics. It was a horrible idea, uh, but they would ask us the same question and they wanted to see if filmmakers and film critics would agree on anything. And the question at the time was about Avatar. Sorry, it's about Avatar. I can't pronounce it correctly. Um, and it was what was our thoughts on uh, James Cameron's epic masterpiece Avatar. My disagreement was that was at the time $60 million. That could have been sixty independent films funded for 1 million dollars a piece that would have more cultural significance and importance than avatar it <laughs> so oh. i totally agree with that list support more people
1: <laughs> and oh you can fill a whole museum for the price of one painting exactly yeah and so this one was made in 1989 and i have some Fun numbers because the gorilla girls do statistics to back up their anger it. because it was founded <laughs> on knowing like yeah I'm being discriminated against but all mm-hmm. these anecdotes won't mean anything so having these statistics having numbers mm-hmm. having math and so when artists are like I don't like math no use math for even I mean for good <laughs> <laughs> for good <laughs> I mean, if you cut or evil, you know, you raging know what, against good the and machine, evil, just,
0: just use it. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Use the tools available and rage against the machine. Start a riot. I mean, we, 100%. We, we yes. to, because one of the <laughs> quick tangent is with art, it's supposed to be weird and creative and avant-garde and new yeah. and thoughtful, but if all the artwork is made by cis, het. White European Judeo Christian rich men who lived in Paris or New York—it's a very very narrow worldview. Yeah, and the and idea it gets boring. Yes, and that's all pretty much what the history of modern art is up until the seventies, and even postmodernism said they were different, but all the top-selling artists still fit within that very narrow yeah. mold. Of Same the- but
0: different, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: and. <laughs> I just don't know how we can say it's so creative and edgy when it's only one narrow viewpoint. Right. So to update our angst and anger about money, the most expensive Jasper Johns painting as of now sold in 2010 for $110 million, which adjusted for inflation is about $130 million today. And Uh I mean, big surprise, it was a flag. He painted it in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. So Man, I cool. hope it's fake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope they bought, I hope they bought a fake, but anyway, but, yes.
1: But <laughs> by comparison, the most expensive painting by an artist on the list, the gorilla girls provided was a painting that excuse me. I'm trying to say the name of the artist and the painting at the same time, <laughs> but the artist is Georgia O'Keeffe and she painted oh. Jimson Weed White Flower, number one in 1936. And this is uh-huh. the most expensive painting on the list. It was sold in 2014 for $44.4 million. Wow. That's actually Still, the
0: most. Yeah. I mean, that's a good chunk oh. of change, but I mean, we're comparing to 130, right?
1: 130. Yeah. And yeah. that's actually the most expensive painting by a woman ever. Really? And Jasper Johns, I mean, a lot of people listening to this may not even know who he is mm-hmm. or, or think he is that famous. So here's some more math for us. <laughs> the most expensive painting in the world is Salvatore Mundi by Leonardo da Vinci Okay, that sold in 2017 for $450 million, which adjusted for 2021 is over $500 million. My God. And the most expensive painting by a woman in the history of the world is 44.4 million, which adjusted is about 49, but still. That's a huge gap. Mm-hmm. I mean, yay, Georgia O'Keeffe. Right. <laughs> so when we were well, talking. I, mean, I don't oh, think go ahead. she got that money. No, she did oh, not.
0: Was she already passed at that point?
1: Oh, Yes when we were talking about the pay gap earlier Mm -hmm. that, yeah, it'd be nice if you women artists got 76% of what male artists did because, you know, 49 divided by 450 or adjusted the 500 is it's it's not that it makes my soul hurt. Yeah. (laughs) And in the, the art market of today. So, um, there was a study by that was published on artnet news and between 2008 and 2019 the world spent 196.6 billion dollars on art wow i mean yay well and i guess what percentage was spent on women artists no tell me <laughs> tell me a number 18% 18 okay it's going to be like one or two <laughs> full Ooh, Katie, what's your bet <laughs>
0: Oh, wait, you're still on mute,
1: babe. Oh, <laughs> it was so low. She didn't even want to say right? it. I, exactly. <laughs> I was being optimistic again. I said 23%. Okay. okay. Um, Bonnie, I, I going to say you win with 2%. Oh. What? Oh my gosh. 2%. So that is horrible. Yeah. Oh my So, gosh. if anyone is listening this right now, and they look around their house and they're like, "Oh no, I hardly have any art by women," go out now and go <laughs> order some art by women. I mean, yeah, I uh-huh. have lots of art on my website. Go to clearlockart.com. Yeah. Bonnie, yes, has please. amazing artwork. Bonniefilenword.com
0: the- and Bonnieart.com <laughs>
1: uplifting and getting artwork about women from history and then yeah you've been making I'm
0: just started don't buy my Are stuff yet
1: mm-hmm. oh but you but know what just a point the percentage you there it. you go I'm 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 promoting <laughs> you now,
0: you now. <laughs> all right okay all right because
1: emerging artists <laughs> yeah no you go and you buy art from emerging artists and you hold on to it because then they'll know, make more <laughs> buy my painting today and go sell it for million and break the record. Come on, people. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Buy more women art. Holy
0: crap. I mean, I'm gonna definitely uh use this as uh, you know, Gals Guide is located in an art gallery where they sell art. So Mm -hmm. I will I will highly be a cheerleader for this.
1: Holy and That's actually going to transition very nicely and smoothly into a current project the Gorilla Girls are working on. Yes. And it's called the Male Grays grays instead of gays. I see what yes. they're doing here. Okay. Yes. So, Are cows involved? Mm, <laughs> well, first, let me take it back to the concept of the male gaze. Yes. And how would you describe that definition? Or how have you seen it used in different contexts? In Every media?
0: single movie I have ever seen is represented by the male gaze even sometimes if it was directed by a woman there is some producer some executive who put some kind of stank on it and said it needs to be through the
1: male gaze bonnie it looks like you're about to have an aneurysm (laughs) (laughs) before
2: Before bonnie's head
1: pops (laughs) art
2: school and art history and like everything is made for men's pleasure And it's, you know, we want the woman to be, you know, looking nice and pretty and presentable for the men. But then when you get to um, stuff where you've got, like, the Venus depicted as looking at herself in a mirror, then, oh, she's just
1: stuck up. Did someone (laughs) read Ways of Seeing? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: There's
1: this... I read... When you're grabbing it, there's a quote from Berger and his... One of his most famous quotes is, you painted a naked woman because you enjoyed looking at her. Mm-hmm. You put a mirror in her hand and you called the painting vanity, thus morally condemning the woman whose nakedness you had depicted for your own pleasure.
2: Mm-hmm. I believe that.
1: I already, is I, this is like a
0: freaking book? book quote off. I love this. Keep going, artists. <laughs> but
2: I have, uh, women in Art, Contested yes. Territory by Judy Chicago. <laughs>
0: love Judy.
2: Edward Louis Smith, but that that quote is in here and there's a whole chapter on the male gaze and this mm-hmm. book is amazing and i highly recommend
0: that yes
1: and i guess i want to specify for people who are not watching the video when we're saying gays it's <laughs> g-a-z-e because it's yes. a very different conversation from men who are gay and right. oh, oh that's fair yeah. yes. No. yes 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 yeah. because sometimes <laughs> people mishear that and get very oh, confused the but the male ja- gaze and that was a term coined in the seventies. So mm-hmm. I would say like a more, cause the like understanding and gender dynamics wasn't quite as nuanced and complex mm-hmm. as it is today. So the male gaze is, is essentially making things to appeal to the heteronormative cisgender, mm-hmm. typically white Judeo-Christian man. And yeah. even though, even if I Fit in that very narrow audience, I would be insulted by that because yeah. why is all this artwork, why are all these movies, why are all these comic books targeting my business? Right. Like, <laughs> right? if I was a man, I would be insulted by that. And yeah. so, aren't you more than that? Right. <laughs> and so, all this art with all these nude women, that's why the Gorilla Girls are doing the weenie count. And mm-hmm. it's, like impossible for me to go into a museum and not notice that I've walked through three galleries in this museum and I haven't seen a single work of art by a woman. Right. And it's hard not to be cognizant of that at this point. Like I went to the Uffizi in Florence several years ago, because I was very, very fortunate Mm. and got a scholarship. Nice. There was one painting. By Artemisia Gentileschi, and ah, it was oh, Judith our slang-
0: field painter. Sorry, Bonnie, and I love her. Yes, oh yes, yes. yeah, she is
1: amazing, <laughs> and that's yes. worth the whole trip. But she's the only woman in the whole museum. Mm-hmm. It was Judith Slang, Hallefernes. Ooh, the good one. Which oh which
0: dress do you remember? Was it the blue dress or the yellow dress? Because I feel I like was, she made it a couple of times and only changed the dress.
1: She <laughs> did. And I can't remember because I was just totally weeping fine. from joy. I'm I think sure it was, I was gorgeous as well. Fix because she mm-hmm. was friends with Galileo and knew how like arcs of liquid, which was very helpful for painting all the blood. Ooh, nice. But there are even like going to local museums. There she is yay yes, exactly that's the Precious red dress or no that's the yellow Ravaggio dress you who's all like she's all like Man, I yeah get money. <laughs> oh and then right. when you're looking at paintings and they're trying to figure out if they were by artemisia but a lot of them were ascribed to her father right Aratio, and they've been correcting a lot of that because yeah. they figured out artemisia paints women with hands that actually hold stuff
2: Whereas Orazio, the
1: distinction? Arazio paints pretty little fingers with like the sword would be balanced on top of it, but Artemisia is like, no, I'm a woman, I have hands, they do stuff. Oh my God, I love that. That's, so that's how they're the figuring secret. it out. That's but amazing. To get back to um, like museums, so if you go to a museum and you see that there's a group that is vastly underrepresented it could be mm-hmm. women it could be lgbtq plus it mm-hmm. could be indigenous artists like whoever you are advocating for yeah do account and write the curator an email yes oh yeah i have encouraged <laughs> people to do this and they get messages back and it's very exciting. But I just learned that with the Gorilla Girls on their male Grays website, they have a spot where you can actually report your numbers. So they're doing collections so outside of oh, New York. Oh, cool. And I wish I would have known about this sooner, but they just added this website. And so the male Grays is a more forceful term of the male gaze because okay. the male gaze just kind of seems like oh it's a passive thing it happens the right. male grays, right these artists are consuming their models oh. and they are pointing out like these artists that were supposed to put on pedestals because they're geniuses mm, but they're please. listing out their transgressions and how horrible they treated women yeah and i don't know about all of you but i'm exhausted of trying to pretend that artwork made by people who abuse their models who Mm -hmm. are Jackson Pollock molesting children Mm -hmm. who are (laughs) beating people. It is like, I don't want to see their work in a museum anymore. I Mm -hmm. don't care. Yeah, don't care. Totally. You beat, you beat your model. It's not cool. Mm -hmm. And I'm tired of it. And I'm tired because for the millions of dollars, they pay for someone who was an abuser or rapist, right? You could fill that whole museum with artwork with people who, you know, who tried to be a good person? Yeah. Who aren't <laughs> violent and horrible and evil. Right. And so
0: they might I be mean, clinically depressed, but that might be the last or the worst thing on the list. Right.
1: <laughs> and so sometimes I do get pushback for, like, I'm a big advocate for representation within the art world. Yeah. And people will push back and be like, well, why does that matter when domestic abuse happens and stuff? But the thing is, art teaches empathy. Yes. And if women are represented in the media and, Hey, we're actually people, we're not going to be fridged in a movie and we're not objectified or prizes. And we're actually presented as people. Mm -hmm. It teaches, you know, men that, Hey, women are people. And then it can lead to this improvement overall in society that we're striving Mm -hmm. for. And so like, I can't pass legislation. I don't have that power. I'm not Mm -hmm. rich. I'm not in politics, but I can make artwork that empowers women and challenges the status quo. And hopefully that'll open up the conversation and make people realize that, Hey, Claire's kind of clever and she's a person. Yes. Maybe I can treat her like a human being and by her art. <laughs> yeah, by my art. Bye, Bonnie's art. Buy a- yeah, seriously. Go look at your collection. See what yeah. you've got hanging on the walls and do your own, you know, weenie count. Is mm-hmm. the majority of your artwork made by men? Well, not saying you shouldn't collect artwork by men. Right. But go out and buy artwork by women, buy art from trans artists, buy it from two spirit and gender fluid and yeah. any marginalized gender because- Have a diversity of voices. And right. I always think of art as
0: mirrors. You know, they're mm-hmm. mirror reflections to uh, to a culture, to an interest, to a passion, to an observation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it takes a long time to make one of these pieces of art. It's not just like, oh, hmm, I'm kind of yeah. into this. No, this is something somebody's really interested in. And so yeah. listen to them. Yeah. Support them. Well, Put your money uh, where your mouth is.
1: <laughs> right. And I know it can be very intimidating, especially if you aren't an artist or a curator or working for Christie's or whatever, <laughs> and you're contacting your local art gallery or a director at a museum, But if enough of us actually send that email and say, hey, I noticed Mm -hmm. you don't have any women or out of the seven shows you hosted, six of them were by men and you contact them enough, they're going Mm -hmm. to realize it's a problem. And then, you know, I have on hand a very nice supply of very high quality oil paintings. (laughs) And so if they were like, oh no, I just realized half the population (laughs) of the earth is made of women. Maybe we should have some women in our collection.
0: <laughs> Such an amazing idea.
1: <laughs> Radical, I know.
0: <laughs> but I love it. Oh, have I
1: riled you up enough? Is yes. There...
0: Okay. I'm gonna go buy some art because Friday Just there's enough? gonna there's a new exhibit happening, and I took a uh, a sneak peek of it last night. And holy crap! I need to probably buy some stuff this weekend. So,
1: so there's a problem I have when I sell artwork. Mm -hmm. I figure out, well, how much did I actually make? How many new works of art can I buy? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, oh, I see. It's almost like a trade. Like, okay. So, so it's a George Clooney. George Clooney does one for one for them, one for him. Um, what Mm -hmm. that means is he does one movie for the movie studio that make them happy that shows George Clooney and all of his George Clooney-ness and makes them lots of money. And then he does one that he wants to do where he doesn't care if it makes a freaking dime. Ah. It's a movie that matters to him. So it's kind of like you make a piece of art and then you buy, uh, other pieces of art from other people to support one for you, one for them.
1: Yeah, And I also just don't understand capitalism. So I definitely do just a lot of trades as well. Bartering. We need to bring back bartering. I love bartering. I love bartering. It's like, hey, I made this painting. And sometimes I will get a different painting out of it. And I'm just thinking that person will be more famous than I will be. I mean <laughs> that's go. why that's why I always plug Reina Hernandez because I own a lot of her work and I'm going to bank that she's going to You need that value to go up. <laughs> oh my gosh, my collection is going to be worth so much money.
0: <laughs> my body film with stalker wall is going to be worth a lot one day. <laughs> but right now, it's priceless. <laughs>
2: buy from living artists too because Mm -hmm. the dead ones don't need (laughs) the
1: money oh that's a great idea to Mm -hmm. to point out too all right my friends Well, that wraps it up for us this week join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool activist gal as the gals guide podcast continues thanks for listening